Hi, my name is Lady and this is the Keep Unfrozen show, all about life from a Christian perspective. I began when I wrote my first book, Unfrozen, written in a time of angst, and yet God used it to shape me. Life is a way of doing this, and through God's warming light, he melted my heart from the hardness of life's disappointment, disillusionment, and discouragement. Did you know that frozen people are hurt people, and hurt people hurt others? When you are hurt, you generally turn away from God. The Bible talks about hard-heartedness, but I call it being frozen. This podcast is using life stories and changing mindsets from frozen to unfrozen. In essence, it is a commentary on life by loving the potential that God created you to be. Your hindsight is God's insight. So what has God got in store for you? Today, I want to explore God's plans in your life and whether you're excited about those, whether you can recognize those and what you need to do to know that you action and on the road that he wants for you. When God has a plan for your life, things might not go very well, but whatever happens, he uses everything for good. So take a quick look back on some of the journeys you've had. And I'm going to have a quick look back now on a particular shared journey over the last four years with my friend Linda Supanzik, who is in fact our latest author, and I'm working with her on the author mentoring journey. There's an old Scottish saying, if it's for ye, it can go by ye. My dad was Scottish and my mother was English, but I can remember my mother quoting this saying a lot. For me, it is a truer to read it as if God has it for ye, he can go by ye. And the translation for Assassinax is, if God has it for you, it cannot go by you. Think about this for a moment. How many times have you been disappointed, disillusioned, or discouraged about something that did not go the way you wanted it to go? That is the theme of my book on Frozen, by the way. If it didn't go your way, it might be because you were not meant to have it. If it was for you, it would not have got by you, going back to the Scottish phrase. So let go of those unfulfilled desires. Bless those who are living those particular journeys and embrace your own path and walk your own road. Alongside God, of course. We are all on a journey. It is called life's adventure. It has its ups and its downs, its highs, its lows, its mountaintop brilliant moments and its valley's deepest ones. We seem to always be seeking the highs and complain and ignore or want to discard the ones which aren't so good. It's a natural feeling, I think, and one that we often pray for ourselves, that we experience the good times and obviously pray for those we love for them to experience the good times. However, there is a lot of learning that has to take place before high points can be achieved. Every event and happening has had some degree of preparation and often that preparation can be hard felt and hard earned. Perhaps this is why we can appreciate the moments of breakthrough, the highs and the success, because we've had the lows. I love it how God has a better track, a better way, a better road and journey for us, which often we can't see at the time, for it's only in hindsight that we get to see God's insight. I was thinking about this and the happening in my life that reminded me of this started way back in 2014 
In 2014, I met Linda, a Canadian woman, at a conference. We had a couple of conversations, although we were on different tables. I was a presenter at the conference, so that was why we didn't sit together. But she did sit with Dennis, so she had more chats with him. We liked each other, and we promised to keep in contact. And over the next four years, we joined the same groups, had conversations, shared thoughts and ideas, and became friends using internet technology. I didn't know how that relationship would turn out. So my unimagined journey from then to present day goes something like this. 2014, I am at the AAE conference to promote my book on Frozen in Columbus, Ohio, USA. Linda was there because she was on her author journey. My next step of the journey was to write more books and begin the Unfrozen Ministry. And I thought then a new coaching and teaching business, all fun, humble and workable ambitions. God said yes, but he also decided he was going to teach me more and develop those ideas into something bigger, more fun, involving my daughter Abby Rose and stretching my workable skills. He didn't tell me beforehand that would have been way too scary and overwhelming. But in hindsight, I can now see his hand on my life everywhere. In 2014, my friend Linda is in the middle of writing her historical fiction novel and going with the ups and downs of a writer's life and being drawn into the research. This is cut short dramatically when she is injured in a car accident and she is left hurt with concussion. The car accident hindered the writing for a few months, but Linda was up and about again going full tilt about six months later. All seemed fine until Linda suffered a second concussion, and this then brought her writing to a complete halt. Whenever she tried to write, she would experience headaches and brain fatigue. The effect on her life was dramatic. Concentration was low, and any outside stimulation from light, noise, or focused attention on, say, writing, reading, or conversations could only be tolerated for five to ten minutes. The length of time has increased over the next two years to about 45 to 90 minutes, depending on the intensity of the stimulation. It was a painfully slow process of healing, and the payback whenever Linda pushed herself beyond her limitations was more headaches and extreme brain fatigue, which might take days to get over. 2016, my journey into the world of writing, publishing, and working with authors increased. Hers decreased, or so it seemed on the surface. Linda is amazing and willing to learn. She engages with her body and learns what it needs. How much energy has she got at a given time? What can she do with that energy? It's like having a timed out window of energy, and once depleted, she is forced to rest. Linda says, I became my own advocate and persevered in finding information and treatments that would aid in the healing of post-concussion syndrome. It is an invisible disease like a mental illness. This was challenging within itself, as the brain fog kept me from thinking clearly. So it's hard to discover then what I need to heal. I could not read or search on the computer, because it was way too taxing on my brain. My family were a great support, but no one understood concussion, and a concussed person has a hard time expressing or understanding it either. It is a catch-22 situation, sending me in circles and delaying the healing without some wise 
possibly God, interventions. I believe that this is where God really revealed himself to me. Throughout my healing, giving me the pieces to the puzzles until I could handle them. Bit by bit, I began to understand what was good for my brain recovery, and he gave me the courage to keep moving forward. Linda and I continued to talk, and our friendship developed with both of us learning more about one another. I love this stage in friendship, don't you? Where each conversation is exploratory and one of discovery, where you find new aspects about the other person, and where your shared interests lie. We enjoyed some late-night conversations. Often I can't sleep first thing in the morning, or early hours of the morning, I should say. And we found that the time zone change of six hours worked to our favour. Linda could cope with conversations by audio rather than face-to-face, so I could phone via Facebook and stay in my pyjamas. I discovered that Linda liked art. She didn't consider herself an artist, but had dabbled in it all her life. The season to delve into art had always eluded her, until now. As part of experimenting what her concussion and her brain would allow her to do or not do, after the second concussion, Linda realised that artwork does not tire or hurt her brain in the same way that writing does. She began to do more artwork, and in our conversations we talk on and off about children's books children's learning and child development, and of course, being an author. Linda finally got to the point where she realised that the illustrations may be another avenue for her to pursue while waiting for her healing. Once this idea took hold in her mind, she became determined to at least finish something. Even though it was totally unplanned, it made perfect sense. Linda didn't know it then, but producing a children's book was also part of her healing, even though it was a huge learning curve for her skill set. At today's marker point, 2018, four years on, our journeys are coming together. My daughter Abby Rose and I have published our first children's book, The Little Unicorn, and via our publishing company are encouraging other authors to do the same. Linda is using her artwork to finalise her children's book about a toddler, called Zilla, who with his pet friends explore the boundaries of his little life, unintentionally leaving trails of destruction in their wake. Linda says, Little Zilla is also a reflection of her own toddling along a new path, exploring the boundaries and making messes in the midst of it whilst learning, yet finding the beauty within and without. I walk side by side with Linda as she develops her artwork and now her children book, Author Journey. The really exciting thing for me is Linda telling me that the children's book has given her the ability to consider writing again. Once Little Zilla Wakes Up Early is published, due out September 2018, she will return to her first novel. Just as Linda's life path has taken a new direction with the brain trauma, so will her historical fiction novel. She feels her characters will have a new depth to them and that they will have a message that is relevant to the young adults of this generation. Nothing is wasted by God. He just persuades us to look at it in a different way. His ways are not our ways, but what he has for us 
will not go by us. God has had his hand on both Linda and I and has been at the centre of our friendship, weaving common interests, skills, help and love for one another. He has ambitions for us and pushes us to our individual limits and provides ways of making that happen. We can see it now because our hindsight is God's insight. What are you working on or living today which has God's hand on it? But you can see by glancing back over your shoulder and see his development and love. Let me know. Lady at LadyAD.com There are two verses from the Bible that I think reflect today's insight. One is from Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And the second one is taken from Romans eight thirty two. In this, the Apostle Paul says, If God is for us, who can be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? I thank you, Lord, that you give me hope, just enough hope to keep moving forward, and not too much that I become overconfident or overambitious. Let me trust in you, Lord, that you will use all things in my life for good and have more plans for me than I can either justify or imagine. Let my hindsight show the insight and promise you have for me and my future. Let me step out in confidence of your promises and your love for me. May I learn more each day and develop relationships with others, all to your glory. Amen. Lady Adi. Keep Unfrozen. Keep Unfrozen Ministries continues to communicate through blogs, video blogs, regular email broadcasts, and in numerous mediums. Contact me, Lady AD, on lady at ladyad.com. Don't forget to put the E in lady, L-A-D-E-Y. And anything from this podcast which resonates with you, let me know about it. We can pray together. And if you have a story in you that needs to be turned into a book, I can help you with the author's mentoring program. For more information, go to the website ladyad.com. My thanks go to many people who helped make this podcast possible, including music by Benjamin Tissot, a.k.a. Ben Sound, for his wonderful copyright-free music found on thebensounds.com and all at Pippa.